and welcome to today's podcast. It's Tuesday, October 18th. Um, just a heads up, because I have to remind myself, maybe I can get over there and do this tomorrow, because I don't go to uh, the shopping corridor of town, the shopping corridor of town, like Monroe and Secor, as much as I used to when I lived downtown. Uh, but that is over where the new early voting center is. So early voting is going on. Um, it's convenient and quick when you early vote because there are very few people there. At least there have been. And I've gone during like lunch hour times where you'd expect a few more people. But nada. Um, the location used to be downtown. That will be the new, the new Lucas County Canine Care and Control building in a couple of years. So the early voting center is now out on Sylvania, just off of Monroe. You can give that a, uh, a look up, a Google for the exact address. Saturday, if you like animals and me, but more so animals, especially animals in costume, uh, I've been invited to judge Growloween with Lynn from Three Dog Bakery. Uh, two locations, one in Toledo on Monroe, another in Perrysburg. Uh, this year's um, costume contest will be at the Toledo Humane Society around 11 o'clock. Then they do adoptions at noon. There are several categories, including best human pet duo, creative, store-bought. Last year, I think we had, I don't know if it was the human pet duo, but I remember the dog had Thor's hammer attached to its side. And I think that was one of the winners. So it was a good time. That's Saturday, 11 o'clock at the Humane Society. Um, some guests to get to, but first up, um, I was going to dig into a new show last night. My my schedule recently for, for viewing has been Wednesday, my Chicago shows are back. Thursday, Law & Order is back. And then on Friday, I catch up with uh, the streaming shows that have been out earlier in the week, like, like Andor, which has gotten really good as long as they don't focus on that actual character. And then uh, Monday and Tuesday are kind of open, although Monday I'm usually watching Game of Thro- House of the Dragon because I was in bed um, the night before. Tuesday's kind of open, so I um, looked up last night where I, I set a, a show aside called The Watcher. I got one of my many Netflix my one of, one of my many Netflix emails saying, "Here's we just added a show that you might like." Netflix's batting average on that is very, 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 very low. Um, but I usually glance at them and I saw the cast for this show were some people that I like. Naomi Watts, uh, Bobby Cannavale. I think I said that right. So I marked it aside. Uh, I went back and I'm glad I, I scoped it out a little bit more and I saw that it's a Ryan Murphy show. So um, Netflix has been in bed with Ryan Murphy and he has some, some big hits. Dahmer is his. He and Evan Peters work together all the time. I really enjoyed a couple of seasons of the twisted nature of American Horror Story. <clears throat> but for me, uh, peak Ryan Murphy was Nip Tuck. And then that show went really weird. But that was one of my favorite shows in, in the aughts. Um, Ryan Murphy is big time hit or big time miss. The Watchers of Ryan Murphy show. And I came across uh, enough to dissuade me from watching it last night. And then I saw something today that said people are very upset that it's one of the worst endings of any show. Glad I didn't watch. Um, a good watch. <clears throat> one of uh, one of the 
things that one of the many things that made Black Panther so iconic four and a half years ago when it came out was the soundtrack. Uh, was it Pray for Me with The Weeknd and Kendrick Lamar? Or Kendrick Lamar and SZA with All the Stars, which closed the movie. Some really great songs. Uh, Rihanna will be contributing two songs to the upcoming Black Panther movie, which we're now about three weeks from being able to enjoy. Um, This makes sense because we were expecting, I was expecting new Rihanna music. Um, That was one of the great parts of her being announced to be the Super Bowl halftime performer. We were finally going to get some new Rihanna music, even if it was just a song. Not a, I don't know if we're going to get an album or just these two cuts from the Black Panther soundtrack. But apparently one of them is supposed to be the movie closing song, like All the Stars was. That's a big deal. Um, and I know a lot of people, as more and more content has come out, have been troubled by this latest phase of... Um, entries into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And yeah, it's not been what it was, but I I don't know if we'll ever be there again. And I'm going to chalk a lot of the mediocrity and the incongruity up to COVID. But there was one rumor that was out there and has really flown, and I'm not going to say it, one rumor that was out there, but since it's flown under the radar with this Black Panther movie and... If it comes to fruition, even if it's just an Easter egg, but a pretty obvious one, like a passing reference that everyone will notice, but then they just quickly move on, I think things moving forward will coalesce quickly with that big Vader Thanos level villain to please us all. What else? Um, In that same realm, no spoilers here. But um, latest episode of House of the Dragon, which for me, each episode has gotten better and better. So it's been a fantastic season. There is a character. He's been compared to Littlefinger. And I'm going to leave it with that. But what happened on this week's episode, I think I can do it without being too spoilery. Can I? I'll just say this. Uh, no, I need to explain it or else, because if you don't watch, you don't get it. Um, so he is with a, another character on, on the show, and uh, they are together in, in, her, in her quarters, her, her bedroom, and um, she seems to, to, to relax, and she takes her shoes off and puts her feet up on the table. It looks like kind of awkward, because there is very little chill out with any out any kind of like alcohol like even when they drink alcohol it's an exercise it's an activity there's no just chilling and maybe they're in a bathtub in in the setting of house of house of the dragon so she puts her feet up like i would on my ottoman or my boss's desk on some type of a table that's separating the two and they get to talking and then she takes her socks off i'm like okay i mean she's not interested in in him in that way perhaps she's just getting she's letting her guard down and then uh, the the character says well if you want more I'm gonna uh, paraphrasing if you want more I'm gonna have to have more oh that's where this is going here's the spoiler part kind of it doesn't reveal any of the plot he has a foot fetish of all the 
oh wow moments, especially when it comes to sexuality in this show over the many seasons and many episodes and many characters, some of whom didn't last very long. This one is right up there in like the top three or five of what did I just watch? I won't give away this part, but I'll leave it at that. He obviously has a foot fetish and that allowed me to share with you. We, we don't get to choose and most specifically when it comes to our, our sexuality, um, we really don't get to choose what we're interested in. It's just kind of human nature. It's born within us, right? Like we've had a lot of this discussion over the last handful of years as more people have needed to be educated and become less ignorant why someone is gay or straight or whatever their sexual interests or attraction may be. And you could tell within this character, you can you could see that he felt a bit of shame because Someone's bare feet is what aroused him. We don't get to choose where our urges come from, what we're attracted to. We can choose, I don't know where I stole this line from, but we don't get to choose our wants, but we can choose from among our wants. Now, there's another precarious route I can go with this, But I'm going to leave that alone because I need Alex here to have that very adult conversation and pick me up from any missteps. So I'll just leave it at that Um, and not provide much more, but have you ruminate on that. We don't get to choose what we're attracted to. The rest of that could be a minefield. Happy 50th birthday to Eminem. Um, If you see any pictures of him, he has to be. He has kept his his looks. He looks quite youthful. You would think for all that he's been through in his life, he would actually look 10 to 20 years older than he actually is. I think he did get clean and sober within the last recent years, though, and he's likely dying that brown beard of his, but good for him. Um, favorite songs of his? Uh, not the big ones. The the big ones, but not the timeless hits. Although I'd include Stan as timeless, but I like his darker stuff. I didn't like all the the corny stuff. I re- I respected it, but Stan, the way I am, I think from the first or second album, cleaning out my closet, uh, and then something straddling the line of dark but also humorous, Superman. Those are my favorite songs. And and, and Eight Mile with the piano intro rather than starting with the beat so happy 50th with eminem um two more things and actually like a reminder that we never really know people and i'm sure this was troubling to people who got burned by ellen remember we found out that ellen maybe she wasn't directly responsible for it but the backstage behind the scenes of how her show was being run was was oppressive to some people mean bullying and uh ellen did not ride off into the sunset she kind of got pushed to the side and was forced into retiring that show james corden went kind of crazy on somebody at a restaurant i believe in new york city baltazar um and people were very upset and made the the comparison rightly so to ellen wondering like i believed everything i believe you're your genuine nature, your kindness. And I've, I've been let down again, as I've always reminded you, we know 
less than 1% of what these people do in their lives. We see what they let us we see what they let us see. And what they let us see is usually good stuff, unless you're Kanye West and you share your anti-Semitism with everybody. Somebody's got to get control of him because he is out of control. He once again needs help. Uh, James Corden did apologize and uh, the restaurant restaurant owner, as I would expect nothing less from, I guess, uh, again, I think this is a New York City restaurant, as I would expect nothing less from a sarcastic, cynical, uh, always having fun kind of East Coast restaurant guy saying, you can be unbanned if you let me host your show for nine months. So he had some fun with it and James Corden is allowed back. But just remember, we don't know. Similarly, a reminder that Women can and may cheat as often as men do. I knew there was going to be more to this Olivia Wilde story. Um, there was discussion and drama with Don't Worry Darling, which I guess shooting that movie is where she hooked up with Harry Styles. While, and if you read whatever article she did recently, um, telling her side of the story, how pissed she was that... She got served court papers while she was on stage with uh, cast members at, at a Comic-Con. She was pissed about that. She blamed Jason Sudeikis for doing that and intentionally doing it and how it ruined the moment for other people. I don't know if he did that or not. He seems like a good guy, but uh, again, we don't know. And but, but what she has done to him, I could see him seething with a desire to seek vengeance the latest is, so she definitely cheated on him while they were still together. She cheated on him with Harry Styles. And I could see Jason Sudeikis being hurt. Um, a global superstar who was much younger than him. So she's going for a, a younger guy that probably made him feel a little old and inferior. Um, one of the hottest people, literally and figuratively speaking, on the planet. And she just stepped away from him to go to Harry. There's a story that apparently she was trying to leave their place and he laid down in front of her car. Uh, Love and being scorned will have you do crazy, irrational things. But, and again, we don't know. But it seems she really, really hurt him. Another reminder... You do not have to cheat on anybody. I know it causes you some pain and anguish to break up with somebody, but if you don't, the pain and anguish that you will have to navigate from the consequences of either one, your conscience, or being caught will be a lot more than having to break up with somebody. And a reminder, um, breakups are not negotiations. Uh, they are they are, they are employee separations. They are terminations, um, because you have likely had mediations, one on ones leading up to that. Not officially, but you've tried to work through your problems. You've tried to share that this is not for me in a variety of ways. So they either understood or they didn't. If they didn't, the termination is going to hit them a lot harder. But you have to do it. So you can do this one of two ways. You can cheat and then break up or be caught and ha- and get punched 
in two ways and be a bad person in two ways. You're cheating and then you didn't break up at the right time. Or you can just separate, break up and go about your way and sleep with whoever you want and just feel bad about having hurt somebody that maybe you didn't want to hurt, but it was just time. You don't have to cheat. You just have to break up. Let's dive into our first guest. We'll welcome back to the show. She's been on a couple of times before, Chelsea Palmer, because there's a big Halloween party coming up with the downtown Perrysburg group. And it's back after, like many things, a couple of years away. It's indoors and well worth the 30 bucks. Let's talk to Chelsea now. Hello, it's Chelsea. Well, of course, it's your phone. Well, you didn't come up with your name attached to it, so I just wanted to make sure. Ah, okay. Well, I just I thought you might put the timing together. I said okay, and then you get a call from a number you don't know. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know. Um, I could ask you, like I could say, hey, it's time to vote. Make sure you get to the polls or ask you if your car warranty is okay. What else? What other kind of dumb phone calls do people get these days? It's typically the voting and the, the car warranty and do you need new windows? <laughs> no. Although, you know what? The warranties are important now because everybody has a used car and uh, it's expensive to, uh, to to do upkeep. So take advantage of the warranty. I, I'm covered on the warranty part of things. <laughs> okay. Um, what, are, what are we talking about? Is there another Halloween event in Perrysburg? Because I know the farmer's market just wrapped up and it was Halloween or costume themed. Yes. So the um, so Christine just ended the farmers market and they did their Halloween like little trick or treat. Everyone dressed up. It was super cool. Um, but yes, we are also doing our the adult version party for Perrysburg. Um, to go backwards for a second, um, the Perrys there's a lot of Perrysburg stuff on my radar. I heard the the pickleball court uh-huh. uh, ribbon cutting got moved to the spring, um, and the farmers market this farmer's market and like adjacent events were so popular for the last handful of months that the farmer's market is going to get a bill for all like the extra police services and city services um, like to clean up after everything. So maybe Perrysburg should be a little less successful. Um, Well, we also are getting bills too from the city (laughs) Um, for the policing. Everything increased. Zip the bird. We got quite a big bill that we weren't anticipating for. So, um, we're all in that conversation right it's now. It's Perrysburg. You can all afford it. <laughs> you know, the little guys, us, you know, we're just making events happen with sponsorship money. But when you're not expecting, you know, a $6,000 bill and you get one, it's just a little crazy when it wasn't put in your original budget oh God, six, or on your you know, permit. $6,000. Like, what were the police rolling up in? In, like, fighter jets and tanks? <laughs> No, we like we've had a conversation. We've had a great conversation, actually, and everyone's been very open in explaining things. And we understand both sides of the things. We just we, we wish there was better communication with it. Right. Um. So obviously, the police. We want to make sure that their services are being paid for. And it's my understanding that there was some kind of like issue that happened. Um, happened somewhere in Ohio where an off-duty police officer was doing, you know, basically contracting work. Um security at an event and was injured and there was a liability situation where his benefits technically because he wasn't on the clock his benefits weren't covering his injury so there was some kind of situation that way so it's all for the safety of the police we just don't know there just needs to be some negotiation and some open conversations with how much this is actually costing and what's really needed and what's not needed because we 
we had to have we had several officers just standing around right um but because of the number of people that they had we had estimated to attend an event it's it's basically an estimate like you need one officer per this many people so um it's just something i think we just all need to iron everything out and just kind of get on the same page and just kind of have a very open <laughs> conversation about and i think christine started uh christine's gonna have a big bill um, with how everything's going with the farmer's market. And it's just being, everything's being so successful that we just want to make sure everyone's safe and taken care of. So it, it's all for the benefit of the community. But it, it's, a, it's a good problem to have. And yeah. uh, that these things are so successful and they're so well attended. Um, I, and I could see why you might question, like, why are we paying for officers to just maybe stand around? Because yeah. it, it's not exactly zombie crawl chaos at Perrysburg events. <laughs> no, we're not having anyone, you know, ex- escorted out. And, you right. know, we have the occasional intoxicated person here or there. But it's nothing that can't easily be redirected without any kind of, like, extreme force by any means. The, so. the only thing you have to, like, really be in danger of is, like, uh, is kids on, on sugar highs running away from their parents. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Uh, no, so, it's a great. It's a great problem, like you said, to have. So, so we're all just trying to iron everything out together. So what's the upcoming adult event that you've got going on? So we have a twenty-one and over event that we host annually, um, and it's our annual. We call it Oktoberfest, like our after beer fest. So, um, but we have it spiced it up this year, and we are actually hosting it indoors at the Shaller Building for the first time ever. Um, so we don't have to, you know, play with the elements of putting a tent outside and waiting for it to be rain or cold or whatever. Um, so it's indoors. And we thought, what better way to, um, you know, spice up our Halloween event this year than to mix in some Hocus Pocus. That overrated movie yeah. that just got a sequel? <laughs> Oh, those are fighting words. Fighting words. You're playing with my childhood. I, I've I've never I've never seen it. I have no issues with Bette Midler. Um, I just saw people starting to push back and and question whether the movie was actually good. And uh, I think it's become a nice little discussion. <laughs> it is a very good discussion, and I actually had this discussion with quite a few of my friends. Which is funny because we all love the first original Hocus Pocus and we remember watching it as kids at sleepovers and everything growing up. And then so we were just a little anxious to see the second one and like, how are they really going to recreate this and make this a a good sequel? I personally think the storyline is great for Hocus Pocus, too. And I think it's very cute. I just don't think the casting was done properly, but... I think it's it's a cute movie for, you know, for 2022 Hocus Pocus style. I, I give everybody a little bit of latitude and grace because this was like, a, this is like a COVID idea. Um, like when Hocus Pocus <laughs> had its renaissance in like 18 and 19 and then the world shut down, like Disney needed content. They're like, let's do a sequel. They got everybody signed up and... <laughs> I mean it like think of all the stuff that we have to watch now and you get all excited for it like great idea but it wasn't executed that well because it was shot during COVID stuff yeah actually though when we do talk about sequels and like COVID stuff um, the new Top Gun I think is amazing and I don't know how everyone else feels about it but Top Gun 2 I think is just as good as Top Gun 1 everyone loves it it's great Tom Cruise did age a bit but I mean he aged well and I think it was 
awesome and I loved it and I've watched it several times and I couldn't wait for it to come on like Apple TV so you could watch it all the time. I think that was finished though before uh, before the summer of COVID though. I think it was done in like oh, 19, really? in, in 19. But you're right. It was a phenomenal movie. Like I can't remember the last time I saw a movie that didn't have people with superpowers that like it was that thrilling but I mean they made they made a great movie yeah I'm not a Marvel fan or a superhero fan like you but I mean I've watched a lot of things but this one was definitely a thriller for me and I love Top Gun too so you know but Hocus Pocus 2 is fine it just isn't my favorite it's not going to replace the first for me maybe you should have done a Top Gun themed Halloween uh Perrysburg party <laughs> Well, I'm assuming with the costume contest, we will probably have some uh, Top Gun people showing up in their their little, um, you know, get up there for what Tom Cruise and Goose and uh, Maverick. So I'm sure they'll... Easy, out. easy costume. Put on like an airman suit and some aviators and you're good to go. Oh, yeah. Um, easy. So, so tell me about some of the things that are going to happen during the event, which again is nicely indoors. Yes, nicely indoors this year. Um, so we have live music by Pops Garage. Uh, we are going to have like spooky beer and cocktails um, that are themed for the event from Heidelberg. And then inside the five, I think, is also going to be providing some craft beer. Um, and then we're going to have some small bites, so like a grazing station that's going to be like Halloween themed from Cork and Nice Provisions. Excellent. Um, so we're going to have all that. Um, Perry's are themed people just you know, enjoying a lot of a lot of the locals and just helping you know promote Perrysburg and just have a good party that helps everything out. Um, we have a cool thing that we're going to be doing. It's called the Wheel of Tricks or Treats. So it's a wheel that you're going to be able to spin. I think tickets are a dollar. Um, you can win local gift cards to like Stella's or Swig or Inside the Five. And then Perrysburg CVD is actually putting together this $500 value of a Perrysburg experience. So that's going to be like this grand prize that you can win to just, you don't even have to, it's just bringing someone who's maybe not familiar with what Perrysburg has to offer. And you get a weekend stay in, in Perrysburg to explore all the things, you know, Fort Meg and like all of these things. So um, Christine at CVD is putting something together for us to kind of give and display and like for people to win um, on this We Love Tricks and Treats. That sounds like a great idea. I like that a lot. Yeah. So just kind of keeping it like we're all we're all so excited because everyone's kind of like fresh and new with the chamber. We have Tim Anstead and then we have Christine Best um, with the CVB and then our crew. We're just all joining together and just kind of building off like Fall Fest. We joined with the Perrysburg schools and uh, it was just so fun like being homecoming and DPI and everyone just kind of like just finally collaborating together and just showing everyone how great Perrysburg is downtown and just everywhere in Perrysburg, not just the historic district. And there wasn't any kind of like chaos with the expansion of Dora either. So shocking, right? Right. Shocking. No, there definitely wasn't. And I just think Dora's just, it, it was really scary in the beginning. I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of people are used to the very quiet, historic, you know, mosey around these beautiful streets of Perrysburg. Um, and then you talk about bringing these open containers of alcohol walking up and down the street. So I definitely understand how some of the older, you know, more reserved generation was nervous and not <laughs> all for Dora. But I see, I think they see now that it's definitely bringing more people downtown to explore their beautiful city. So they, it needed to be expanded, and I think it's a great idea. And, and we 
we enjoy it too. So, are you saying you're not part of the older, more conservative generation? <laughs> I'm a 35 year old young basic girl. Um, so, you know, I appreciate the older generation and I respect respect them, but. I'm all about the new age and combining both historic and the modern world together. <laughs> I like it. I like it. When the old and the new work together, we get the best. Yes, we sure do. Awesome. Um, what's the date for this again? And there is a cost, right? Correct. Yep. It's going to be Saturday, October 29th. Um, we're quoting it the Black Flame Candles being lit at 730. Um, and so 730 to 11, adults only. You can purchase tickets on our Facebook page. Um, there's so many links floating around. There's a QR code that we've been posting. Um, you can go to Ticket Leap. It's $30 to get in. Um, and then you also can enter into the costume contest, and there's four different categories for that. So we have best dressed female, best dressed male, best dressed duo or couple, and then best dressed group, which is a limit of five people. So And there's, and there's everything, um, you know, all kinds of prizes for all that stuff, too. And I'm guessing, uh, since it is what it is, it, it, the best will not like uh, be a synonym for sluttiest, right? <laughs> no, no. We actually, I was so impressed. Like in 2019, when we did the big one, um, we had so many creative couples and so many creative female males and groups. Like, I just love how people just really go all out for this. Like, I'm actually participating in a group this year. Um, and so I'm pretty excited about that. And, you know, ever, and I think Trish, um, our past president, she's also on the board and her husband are finally doing their first couple like duo costumes that they ever done as being a couple. (laughs) And so she's super excited that Rich has finally asked her. So everyone's going all out and getting excited for the costume. What, what, uh, can you tell me or give me a little hint of what your group is doing? Uh, my group is actually from a TV show in the nineties. There's. Do you want to tell? So, uh, can I have another sure. hint? <laughs> so um, I guess it was. It might. I think it was late. It was probably mid nineties. Um, it was Home Improvement. So we're going to be tool time. I like. Are you going to be the uh, the the girl? Which was uh, speaking of slutty, like she didn't wear a lot of clothing. <laughs> I'm gonna be Lisa, and um, and then my boyfriend's uh, sister is actually going to be um, the other. Oh, I can't even think of her. Heidi. She's gonna be Heidi. Okay. But yeah. Lisa was the original blonde, actually played by Pamela Anderson. Yeah. And honestly, any anything Pamela Anderson wears, she looks very you know slutty, I guess. But um, I will be more reserved, Pamela Anderson, <laughs> aka. Lisa. <laughs> is anybody going to be, was the neighbor Wilson where you can only see his eyes? <laughs> That's been talked about, but I think we're going to have just Tim and Al. And then if someone wants to join as our fifth, they can definitely be Mr. Wilson next door. I think, is, I think that's what his name was. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for the time. Sounds like a great party. The trick or treat wheel sounds like a sounds like a really good time. So good luck with everything. Well, thank you so much. That's Chelsea from downtown Perrysburg and their great party. Next up, we have a drug take back day coming up um, next Saturday, October 29th. We'll talk to Connie White now about what you, what you can do with these medications and why it's so important to properly dispense of them. Uh, let me welcome in Connie White now, the executive director, part of the Sylvania Prevention Alliance. We've got another drug take back day coming up. Hi, Connie. Connie, thanks for joining. 
Hi, thanks for having me. Um, we have these several times a year. People probably see billboards, hear people talking about them. Why are they so important that we don't leave these drugs just sitting in our cabinets or, or elsewhere? Well, we just want to make sure that we give people the opportunity to get rid of any of their expired or unused medications. This is important because, for one, we don't want to dispose of them improperly. Um, flushing them down the toilet doesn't help our water systems. Um, we also don't want to leave those around for young children, other people that they don't belong to, to find. Um, we also don't want them thrown in the trash because if a pet gets in a trash or a young child, um, we just want to make sure that they get disposed of safely. There's literally no good to keeping um, old or expired medications because I, I, you checked off all the boxes there of what could go wrong. And if I could even throw in, um, you don't want to tempt yourself taking a medication that's outdated for something that could go wrong. Um, there's a reason there was an expiration date on it, especially when it's like several years in the past. Toss it, do drug take back, right? You got it. Yes. We we want you all to be safe. We want everyone to not, you know, use anything that could be harmful to them. A uh, lot of locations. I know uh, people might be familiar with Kroger, but uh, beyond the Kroger, if there's any specific Kroger locations, where else can people clean out their cabinets of this stuff? Well, these locations are available to anyone all over Lucas County. So anywhere from Maumee to Swanton, Springfield, even Ottawa Hills, and the University of Toledo Medical Center also has a location on their health science campus. Um, it's October 29th, 10 to 2 p.m. Um, is no quite, not, not that I can imagine what questions would be asked, but um, no questions will be asked regardless of what you bring by, right? Oh, absolutely not. So you will just walk up. It doesn't matter if you have the pills, in a Ziploc baggie or if they're still in the pill containers, you'll just hand them over. Um, no one will ask any questions. They will seal them up in a box and they will be um, disposed of properly by the police. And no questions will be asked and everything will be safe. Excellent. Uh, so many locations. Where can people get that full list? Is there a Facebook page, a website or something else? Yeah, you can go to our Facebook page, Sylvania Prevention Alliance. Or you can check out our website, sylvaniaprevention.org, and that'll have a list of all the locations. And, and we're able to do 17 different locations year, this year um, with, the, with the support from the Mental Health and Recovery Services Board of Lucas County and our local law enforcement and community partners like Kroger. So this is a great event for everyone. Awesome. Um, not to, to hammer the point home, actually, the one word that we didn't use that, that we're not, I don't want to say we're sick of because we have to keep using it so we can take advantage of things like these to get the message across. Overdoses. Um, the reason yes. we want to keep these things out of the way in the hands of the people that you mentioned, um, so there are no more overdose deaths, which continue to go up. It was the epidemic before the pandemic, and that's why uh, a take-back day like this is so important. Yes, you know, we want a safe community. It's we're, That's what we're trying to promote. We want Lucas County to be a very safe place to live, to not... Um, have these negative um, addiction issues and so we want to provide support in that way and education for people so that they um, will not um, be tempted by overdosing or trying prescription drugs um, that weren't prescribed to them yeah. so this is an important um, way to get that temptation out of the way um one last thing that will be a bit of a busy weekend it's halloween weekend if for some reason uh somebody cannot get out as we talked about there are multiple uh take back days per year do you have any idea offhand when the next one might be it will be in april okay 
And also, there are some police stations around town that have permanent drug take-back boxes. So if you reach out, I know there is one in Sylvania, um, reach out to them, and you can bring those by at any time and put those in a permanent drug take-back box, and they will dispose of those properly at that time. Great, to, great to know. That was going to be my last question. What do I do if yeah. I can't? I don't. I don't want to like stock these things up. I want to get rid of them now because we're talking about all these dangers here. That doesn't do me any good in December if I have to wait till April. So certain police locations. Yes, absolutely, and it's just a great way, even supporting our. Um, sometimes people have an elder population that they're working with, and their medications just change too. Yep. So we just want to get, you know, provide that opportunity for people. Connie White, Executive Director, Sylvania Prevention Alliance, SylvaniaPrevention.org. Connie, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Um, good luck with everything. Thanks for hopping on for a couple of minutes, okay? No problem. Bye-bye. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.